0: Everyone, my name is Aaron Dawson. I'm the warden at the Morgan County Correction Facility, and let me welcome you to the first episode of The Shakedown. What is The Shakedown? I'm glad you asked. The Shakedown is a podcast, it's a podcast by corrections, it's a podcast about corrections for corrections. We're going to look at things like training topics, logistics, day to day operations equipment, how to, to use and to do uh, what we have more effectively. We're going to look at challenges that we face as individuals and challenges that we face as, as facilities, as jails. We're going to look at policy and procedure. We're going to look at gear. We're going to look at specific jobs and specific tips about those specific jobs. We're going to look at mindsets. We're going to look at personnel and, and leadership skills. We're, in a word, we're going to look at corrections. Lord willing, we're going to do this weekly, and we're going to do it because it matters, because you matter, and what you do matters. Corrections is a unique career in a unique environment requiring a unique skill set and mindset. It's an enigma to the culture and even, in some cases, the rest of law enforcement. How do we do our job most effectively in a way that gets the results that we're after? How do we succeed on on a broad scale as well as individually and personally? That's what this is about. And so without further ado, welcome to The Shakedown. Well, greetings to each of you. As I said before, my name is Aaron Dawson. I'm the warden at the Morgan County Correctional Facility. And I am so excited to be here with you on this first episode of The Shakedown. To get things rolling... I thought we'd start with something very basic, something something very foundational. I want, I want to consider two questions uh, to get the ball rolling. The first is, is what does it mean to be a corrections professional? What does that mean? What does it mean for you and I, if, if we're going to pursue a career as a corrections professional, what do we do? What do we, what do we look like? What does that career look like? And the second question I want to answer uh, today is, what does success look like? If I'm a corrections professional, if you're a corrections professional, what does success look like? But let's go to that first question. Uh, Let's get that hammered out first. What does it mean to be a corrections professional? What does that job entail? Now, uh, two uh, mottos or or, uh, slogans that we often hear in the corrections profession are safety and security, care, custody, and control. Uh, Those two slogans, those two mottos, uh, often we hear as indicative of what it means to be a corrections officer and though it's very familiar it rolls off the tongue really it does encompass what it means to be a corrections professional so let's let's pull that apart and let's think about that a little bit and see uh if that if if, if what we do in our view of what we do lines up with those with those mottos or those slogans let's take the first one safety and security what does it mean if we are all about safety? Uh, when we think about the corrections uh, profession, uh, primarily our primary responsibility is for the safety of the community. You know, the, the courts has deemed that these people need to be uh, in our correctional facilities, in our jails, in our prisons. These people are, are deemed to be a threat to society or accused of being a threat to the society, to the community at large. And so we are tasked with keeping Uh, the community safe and making sure these people stay in this facility until the courts deem that it's time for them to go somewhere else or to be freed. So that's on a basic sense that safety is 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 a priority to us. But let's think about within our facilities. We're responsible for the safety of each other. Uh, We're responsible for the safety of our fellow officers. Uh, You know, whether or not we like these individuals, whether or not we get along, whether or not we want to cook out with them on the weekend, bottom line is we are each other's lifeline, and so uh, we've got to be about each other's safety. We've got to be about the safety of the inmates, whether that be protecting them from, uh, from other inmates, whether that be protecting them from a catastrophe or, or a weather event, uh, whether that be protecting them and keeping them safe from, from other staff. Uh, we are tasked with keeping those inmates safe. We are tasked with keeping the facility safe, uh, whether that be the equipment that we use, whether that be the facility itself and the the doors and the keys and components that make up a correctional facility. We are tasked with uh, checking on and observing and seeing, is our facility safe? So we've got to be about safety. What about that second word, security? Uh, that's a word that often uh, when we think about that as, as a as a task or a role that the culture often really doesn't understand. I mean what is the deal with all the doors and the locks and the keys and the cameras and the and the counts and the you know, the walkthroughs or visual inspections or welfare checks, whatever they may be called in your facility and what what is the deal with all the, the constant movement and the constant checking and the constant looking well? If I'm going to make sure that my facility is safe, if I'm going to make sure that my fellow officers are safe, if I'm going to make sure that the inmate population is safe, I've got to make sure that the end, that the facility is secure, that people can't go out when, out when they're not supposed to be going out, that other people can't come in when they're not supposed to be coming in, that, that people can't get things or introduce things into this facility that are not supposed to be in here, whether that be an officer carrying in, whether that be an inmate carrying in, whether that be somebody on the outside uh, trying to throw something over a wall or a fence. I've got to make sure that. The inmates don't have access to things they're not supposed to have, whether that be uh, some kind of foreign substance, whether that be some kind of weapon, uh, whatever that may be. I've got to make sure that the facility, that the the place that I work, is secure. That it is a place that meets the security requirements uh, for me, for my staff, for the inmates, et cetera, to be safe. So we got to be about safety. We got to be about security. Uh, and then we get to that other motto, that other slogan in in care, custody, and control and this is the one that that me personally uh, that I really uh, focus on when I'm talking about uh, the role of a corrections officer, what does it mean to be a corrections officer let's think about those three words Uh, the first word, care now for many people especially those that work in the field of corrections it's very easy to come into this with the mindset that we can have a detached view as far as our interaction uh, with the inmates. You know, I, I can do security checks. I can do welfare checks. I can do head counts. I can I can see what's going on with the inmates. I can see uh, whether or not they're injured, in, or, or or something's going on, or there's a fight, or there's somebody's been assaulted, or uh, somebody's under the influence of some foreign substance. I, I can do that and. I can just stay detached and not become involved with these people. Um, But I found that if if that is someone's mindset, if that is someone's way of approaching their job as a corrections professional, they're not going to last. For you and I to be successful as a corrections professional, I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves there, but for you and I to be successful, we got to care. we got to care about who we are we got to care about what we do we got to care about our task of of seeing after and, and taking care of these inmates we have to care it cannot be simply punch in punch out i'm here for a paycheck and some insurance and some state retirement we've got to care and i'm not saying we gotta you know hug and slobber all over these people uh, like there are long lost relatives but when we're doing those walkthroughs we're doing those visual inspections If we see something that just doesn't look right, do we take the time to investigate it? That inmate, it looks like he might have a bruise or he might have something going on with him. Do we check it out? Do we make sure he gets to see medical? Uh, That inmate that that usually is out and about and is social and is interacting with people is, is staying by himself and he's not out and he's not interacting. Do we investigate that? We've got to care, and the reason we've got to care is because we provide care for these inmates. We've got to see that they have the medical care that they need. We've got to see that they eat uh, when they're supposed to and what they're supposed to, that that meal is is, is nutritional and beneficial to them. Uh, we've got to see that the, the temperature is the right temperature in the building. That they have access to water, that they have access to the hygiene products, uh, that they have access to the courts that they have access to to whether it be classes or reading material, all the things that make up normal human life. It's our responsibility to make sure that the inmates have access to those things. And for us to do that and do it well, we got to care. We have to care about our fellow officers. Now, if you've been a corrections officer for longer than five minutes, you've interacted with somebody that, yeah, you may wear the same uniform they do, but you don't get along. Your personalities are not jiving. They're not g-hauling. As a matter of fact, you'd be okay with if you never had to talk to them again. Well, guess what? We wear this uniform. We work, work alongside each other. I've got to care. I may not like you, but I got to care about you. So, to be uh, an effective corrections professional, I got to care. Second part of that custody custody it is my responsibility to make sure that people stay where they're supposed to stay that they don't have free movement to do what it is that they want to go from this place to that place i've told many an inmate in in conversations with them that on the outside you have the opportunity to exercise self-control you have the opportunity to make decisions and and go places and do things and participate in things or not participate in things, you have the opportunity to make decisions and exercise self control. Well, apparently, you weren't able to do that, or allegedly were not able to do that, and so it was deemed necessary to place you here with us. Where now we have taken that self control, and instead of it being an inner control or a self control, now it's an outer control. I tell you when to get up. I tell you when to go to sleep. I tell you when to eat. I tell you when to shower. I tell you when to go outside. I tell you when to come back inside. I tell you when you can watch TV. And what and you can watch on TV, I tell you how bright the lights are going to be. I tell you what temperature it's going to be. And the list goes on and on and on. Outer controls. Why? Because while you're here, you need to be in an environment that is controlled so that maybe... Maybe it'll give you the opportunity to reflect and to think about what got you here and how you can correct that so that when you have the opportunity to be back out, back under self-control, maybe you'll do a better job. Custody. Custody. Those that have proven that they do not have that self-control enough to be around other people, we may have to isolate them. Uh, that person that, that cannot control themselves when we bring them you know, from the housing unit to medical or from the housing unit to go to court, uh, we may have to restrain them. Uh, that person that, that gets angry with another inmate and they get involved in an assault or they get involved in an altercation, it may come down to the fact that I've got to restrain them, you've got to restrain them. Uh, it may be that we have to use force. Why? Because we got to be about custody. And the last part of that, care, custody, control now it is interesting to me in my years of corrections how many times you have people that are corrections officers they come to work and if you were to look at their personal lives if you were to look at their lives on the outside their life is completely out of control (laughs) there is no control going on Uh, maybe that's financial or emotional or relational their life is out of control and they come in the facility and I expect them To control others for a living. Well, if I'm going to be effective at my job, if I'm going to be effective at controlling a facility, I have to have an element of that in here and in here. I've got to have an element of that in my personal life so that I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not trying to get these guys and these ladies to do things that I'm not even going to do. But it is our responsibility to maintain control in our facilities. That's why that Inmate Handbook is so important. It establishes guidelines for these inmates. They can see, they can read, they can hear that these are the things that are expected, these are the things that you need to do, these are the things that you don't need to do. If you do these things, here are the privileges that you can enjoy because of that. If you don't do those things, here are the consequences for those actions. That is control at a basic level, but if, if you if that doesn't work and you're not able to use those controls and thrive then, then we can tighten that control uh, we can change your classification we can change your housing assignment uh, we can change the amount of, of free time that you have to interact with other people or be out in the day room etc cetera, etc cetera. we can limit those privileges we can tighten that control until you get in an arena in which you can be successful you can interact you can exist safety security care custody control second question we said we want to answer is what does success look like success does not always result in a victory there are going to be times where we do it right our mindset is right our our actions are right we're checking the boxes we're doing the things that we need to do we care and man it falls apart chaos happens and we're dealing with all kinds of nonsense, we're dealing with fights, we're dealing with alarms going off maybe we're dealing with with a fire we're dealing with some kind of medical crisis heaven forbid we have an inmate that that passes away at our best, that stuff's still going to happen so what does success look like? success looks like when we come to work every day or every night as the case may be and we give it our best we give it our best we hold nothing back. We give it our best. We work our full shift with everything we've got. We're serious about safety. We're serious about security. We're serious about care. We're serious about custody. We're serious about control. We give it our best. That's what success looks like. Well, guys, I hope uh, that is as you think about this and you ponder this and Lord willing in the future as we continue to talk about different topics this is a great foundation to get this, this podcast rolling I happen to love quotes, I've got them all over the place and, and one of my favorite ones is by Abraham Lincoln it says whatever you are be a good one so guys, whatever you are if you're a corrections officer be a good one, be the best one you can be Well, guys, I appreciate you taking the time to be with me. I look forward to being with you again. Uh, In the meantime, stay sharp, stay safe, stay vigilant. Godspeed.